Tobe Podcast. As always, I'm Blake Brinkley, and I'm with... I'm Tobe. We have a special guest. Hello, I'm AJ. Thank you for having me, boys. No problem. No problem. Thank you for joining us. So, where do we want to start today, Tobe? Yesterday was pretty interesting in the world of hockey. Um, If you guys don't know, this Tom Wilson fella, he's a pretty... um, big douchebag is he though so he <laughs> pounded a helmetless guy his head on the ice <laughs> only got fined 5k for it because that's the max of what you gotta understand that's the maximum the nhl can find him meanwhile in the nfl and the nba you, you get fined way more for uniform <laughs> yeah. infractions yeah, yeah that's the, I think it's the maximum they can find him without suspending him. He went full Miles Garrett? Pretty much. Yeah. They should have suspended, suspended him at least. Would have prevented the brouhaha. But, um... Brouhaha? Yeah. Chose that so, word? Is that the word yeah. you wanted to use? Yeah, that's a good word, brouhaha. Yeah, a, I like that. definitely a good word. Three like fights at start. once. Uh, six fights in, like, the first six minutes. Over a hundred, over a hundred penalty minutes in the game. Dig it, dig it. It Sounds like a very good hockey game. It wasn't. The Rangers got smoked. The Rangers got Rangers Rangers got smoked aside. Rangers got smoked aside. That sounds very entertaining. TJ Oshie had a hat trick, and it was his first game back since his dad died. It was actually a pretty nice story. Um, so yeah. But hundred penalty minutes in a game—that's most. That's more than most enforcers, like fighters, get in a year. Awesome. That's something I didn't know. We've had a lot of like. uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. AJ here is a Rangers fan. Um, you you want to tell me, uh, why the Rangers lost like five of those six fights? Because they're soft and they didn't call their guy up from the AHL team, and uh, yeah, they're just soft and they're eliminated from the playoffs. So we don't care. We How just do you think eliminated from the playoffs? You should have nothing to lose. How do you think you would have fared if you were on the ice? Nigeria? I would have been dead. I can't skate. <laughs> yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm just pure fighting. Uh, it's still dead. Still, still dead. dead? Okay. Yes, those are pretty big guys. Tom Wilson is a scary person. Fair enough. At least you were honest about it. Oh, no chance in hell that I would. Uh... Okay. Can I curse? Are we allowed to curse? Yeah. I think we're, we're limited to minimal. Like, we can do a little stuff. Just don't you know, drop any F-bombs, I think. Yeah, Yeah. no, I, I, I would die. But, like, to come out of this, the Rangers fired their longtime president and GM, which they've been with the team for 14 years, and they were the guys who kind of rebuilt the team and got them to the Stanley Cup. Those couple years uh, back in like 2015 ish, 2014 ish, 2013 ish, they're the guys who rebuilt the team. Yeah, they they're the guys who rebuilt the team, <sighs> did all that when when the king was in his prime, and then they they, they were very well respected around the league. And then the dumbest owner in sports, Dolan, just simply nice. decided to unceremoniously fire them and. Uh, now they brought in actually a pretty good bring in to replace them is Chris Drury, longtime Ranger, good guy. Hopefully he turns the organization around and uh, we 
we have a better year next year. But yeah. Me and Tohi really should we should really invest in getting back into the hurricanes. I used to be a Hurricanes fan, dude. I when Eric Stahl and Rod Brendamore were playing, I was really into the Hurricanes. Then I don't know, I just it just lost it. Well, I'm pretty sure um this season is about any year to get back into the Canes. They still got a stall on the team. And Brendamore is now the head coach. That's right. <clears throat> we actually, time. We're actually I, first place in the NHL right now. I believe the okay. last time I was at a hockey game was uh, a Carolina Hurricanes game versus the New York Rangers with uh, a certain member of this podcast. And I believe the Rangers won that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you're not. So nice to Yeah, um, and after that, after the COVID pause, we swept the Rangers in the playoffs. So how about that? How about it? It's a nice stadium, though. Did you enjoy the stadium? Uh, it's, it's not RDU. It's RTP now, isn't it? Or something like that. Uh, it's not RB PNC uh, Arena. It's NC. Yeah, PNC. PNC Arena. Uh, it's a, a nice it's arena. A fine arena. It's a multi-use. I don't. It's fine. It's nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a new. multi-purpose one. It's not meant for just hockey. I don't think even they built it with the idea hockey was going to be a part of it. No. Yeah. It's, it's state. It's state's basketball arena. Yeah. Too. Yeah. They they use it for a lot of a lot of good stuff. Yeah, a lot All of right. concerts too. I think we're going to transition to the quarterbacks of the NFL draft. Is that where we're going next? Yep. Uh, out of the quarterbacks, uh, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Kellen Mond, and Davis Mills, who do you think is going to start first? Ooh. Honestly, probably f- it's either Fields or Mac Jones for me. I agree uh, completely. I I just don't see the red rifle experiment going very well. No. I think I think yeah, I agree with you there, Blake. I think Dalton will like start week one and just and just lose it and just be the Andy Dalton that we know and love of being just just mediocre enough to be in the league, but stick around yeah. and then field to take mean, over. And then I think Mac Jones I think Mac Jones will start week one. I think Belichick knew what he's doing. He's Bill Belichick. He drafted Mac Jones for a reason. I think they would have re-signed Cam if they well, – I mean, I guess because there's uncertainty whether you'd get a quarterback at all, but I don't exactly. know. And they got him cheap, and it's like if if Mac Jones doesn't work out, you can always throw Cam in there. It's like what does Cam have to lose? But, yeah. I think – I think – I know that Andy Dalton was promised to start in spot to start the year, and I'm pretty sure Cam is under the same – <laughs> the same like idea. So I don't think any of them are going to start week one, even including Trey Lance. I don't see. They're all one needle them. away. They're all one needle away from starting. Dark horse for me is Kellamon. Because I've got yeah. very Tony Romo, Dak Prescott vibes. Is the Kellamon situation. You are insane. You are insane. He, no, I dude, not I'm not saying Kellen Mond is going to be Dak Prescott. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the same kind of situation where Kirk Cousins gets an injury and Kellen Mond comes in and plays decent, and they're like, "Fuck Kirk Cousins." See, uh, I think it's I think it's going to be like a Kirk Cousins mentor situation, but I could be totally wrong. I think the Mills Tyrod Taylor is interesting though. The Tyrod is. The all-time transition quarterback, and that's that's the only part that worries me because like everyone that's always behind him starts after five games. Yeah, but like he never get he either gets hurt, but he never gets his like fair shake. 
with a good team the, on other than the Bills. The Bills that one year he got to play the whole year and they went yeah, to the playoffs. True. Into the playoffs and he had a good year. He's not exactly. bad. He's not Girl, bad. He's not great. So, he's the most know. mediocre quarterback that I think I've ever seen play football. Yeah, he's a journeyman kind of guy that. One and day. every once in a while, he has a good game. He's like a worse version of Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he's better than Fitzpatrick. I don't know, dude. Fitzpatrick for four or five weeks of the year is the best quarterback that's ever played football. <laughs> it's true. Um, I think if we're going to go back, what I think the guys that are, have the best career of the guys that have like are in a battle, like, Trey Lance's situation in, with San Francisco is so much better than everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that San Francisco team is just a quarterback away from being the best very, team Very, very, very scary. Yeah, I I don't know. That, that one with Trey Lance worries me like about, you know, for the rest of the NFL. Because if Jimmy G has one bad game, done. They're pulling him. You think he's on that short of a leash? You think Shanahan has- I think he, Yeah, I think 100%. With his health issues, he hasn't played well when he's played. I think he's, his leash is really short, in my opinion. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I'm just excited for the Giants this year. Saquon coming back, gonna win the NFC East. No big deal. I thought. Did they even? Did they take a backup quarterback or anything like that? Nope. They didn't take any quarterbacks. Nope. Linebackers, uh, cornerbacks, running back. A lot uh, of confidence in, in Danny. So do you think if if Danny has a bad, is this his last chance to prove himself this year? Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough one. I think he has two years. I think it's this year and next year. If he's um, decent this year, he'll be fine. Yeah, I think I think he's got. I think he's got two years this year, next year, and then he's. If he, gone. If he has if he has fourteen fumbles again, is he gone? E, no, no. It depends. No? How, it depends how the team does. Depends if they stay healthy. Yeah. Depends if Evan, no. Evan Ingram's not a a bonehead Evan Ingram, and it depends okay. if Saquon stays healthy and produces like he did his rookie year, because when Saquon's healthy. Then it just elevates Daniel Jones. That's fair. That's fair. I think adding Kenny Galladay is going to help him a lot. Yeah, as you they add a as, lot of weapons. Kenny Galladay, Solder, the ability to just throw it up, to somebody exactly. Which you did not have before because Shepard's small, Tate was small, Slayton's a deep th- threat guy, and Ingram has butter hands. So I, it was. I think it was a good thing getting Galladay. It helped him out a lot. Oh yeah, big, big, and then Dory Jackson's also big because our defense is pretty solid. And then Nate yeah. Solder coming back for the left side of the line is huge to help hopefully settle the line down. Right. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, we have to talk about Aaron Rodgers and him uh, absolutely just taking the Packers organization to the woodshed over the past basketball. Well, wait, wait, wait. Quick, quick go back once to the, to the other New York team and their quarterback they drafted. Zach Wilson? What's wrong with Zach Wilson? Uh, the pictures, just his optics. Does oh, he looks man, like a child. Does that man look like he can survive as a New York Jets quarterback, primetime um, featured quarterback? No. That guy's going to get eaten alive and thrown to the damn wolves. And he is – that was a terrible, terrible pick. Did you see the video of him being very uncomfortable around the uh, exactly. draft guys? Yep. That's him exactly what they go. Him in his suit, not knowing what to do with his hands and everyone else, yeah. like, throwing up, like, their hand signs and stuff. Like, he's never been one, around. A, yeah, he's never been – like, he's a BYU kid. No offense to BYU. 
but like he he just doesn't know how to like he doesn't have the swagger and confidence. But yeah. then again, you could have said the same like, thing about Herbert. So it looked like he had never been around black people before. It was very weird. It's very weird. What we'll time he gets back? We'll ask him if how he uh. I'm not going to comment on that part of the uh, that, but yeah, it just he looked uncomfortable being a number one pick. But then again, like Herbert, like you could say the same thing about him, and yeah, look how he turned Dave, out. So, Dave, did you see how Zach Wilson reacted to why well, after he, the video of him being drafted, how uncomfortable he looked being around people that were different from him? Uh, he looked like a typical uh, guy that goes to BYU, uh, private school guy. <laughs> Yeah, you think will you think he'll last? You think he'll be a good Jets quarterback? Think he's the answer? Um, if they let him freestyle, and I think he could be real electric in the offense. I he think looks if he good can, in shorts. He can separate the on the field and off the field. I think because I think on the field, none of that stuff really matters. But if he lets it get to him off the field, how like the media stuff and all that. Because he's never, yeah. he's only dealt with praise so far. Because he had such a great year, and it was everything was on the up. That's my only worry is that when you know being a Jets quarterback, so have to deal with a lot of down. Oh yeah, so we'll see. Being any quarterback in New York, got to deal with a lot of down. I feel like even though Daniel Jones hasn't played particularly amazing, he's handled it well and went out there and played the same, regardless of whatever flack he gets from anybody. Yeah, he's got the Eli mentality of I just not really keep care. a straight face. Yeah, the I don't care, straight face, straight straight edge Eli, guy, kind of luck. Yeah, just yeah. the simple simpleness. Like their brain can't even comprehend negativity. They're just like ball. Like it. Yeah. All right. Uh but we can go here we uh we were gonna go to Aaron Rodgers, Tobe. Uh, how do you feel about him um absolutely torching the Packers over the last month? I I love it. Um, I've been a Packers hater for a long time, but this past season, for whatever reason, I've grown to like Aaron Rodgers. I, <laughs> well, we I, all I know why you like Aaron Rodgers because he's been on with McAfee talking and talking. He's got to shown his human side. Yeah, yeah. And, I love a Rod. I don't like seeing um like veteran players being mistreated by the team. I think it's wrong how a guy can give up 17 years of his life and you're just going to treat him like that. He has every right to do what he's done, and I'm absolutely rooting for him. I hope he goes to the best situation possible. So I hope he goes to Las Vegas. Do you but feel is... that – sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Do you feel like there's any difference between him and Deshaun Watson asking to lead the Texans? Yes, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's a seventeen-year vet, and right. so the longevity ha- and doesn't have any uh, pending court cases. Um, before that, before yeah, the court yes. cases, even when Watson originally asked, everybody was like, "You can't do that. You don't have the right to do that." But when Rodgers asked, it hasn't been an issue. Well, for some people, it is, but but Rodgers, yeah, Rodgers, Rodgers won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he is longevity. He gets the right. Okay, fair enough. And he just and he's the reigning MVP. It's not Fair. like it's not like he's a you know young player that hasn't really okay. done much of anything. I mean, has Deshaun Watson won more than one playoff game? He's won exactly one playoff game. Exactly. 
there's I think there's two guys in the league that can one other guy in the league that can do what Rodgers is doing right now, and I don't know why he'd ever do it is Mahomes. Mahomes is the only other guy in the league that could do what Rodgers is doing. Well, Brady too. Brady, yeah, but he's different. I don't know, that's... dude. I really feel like Russell Wilson, if he wanted to, could leverage yeah. the Hawks pretty bad. He uh, could, but like so... the issue, the issue though with Rodgers is who, like, what team? The Forty ers are are a team who could use Rodgers, but what do you have to give up to get Rodgers? Five first I mean, round picks, all your picks for the rest of the next ten years, and then like the thing, sixteen other players. The problem being that. With Watson, we know that Watson at some point is going to put on another. He's going to put on a jersey and play a snap. I truly, I, I do not. I'm talking about not the, taking the court cases out of it. Like yeah, 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 if, yeah, yeah. At some point, he would play again. And you, yeah, he'd have to put on a uniform at some point. Rogers will retire. Yeah, he's he uh, like, got that go spite. Hope. Yeah, he has that spite where he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll just, I won't play." Yeah, I agree. Look, if you're that. if you're the Broncos or the Raiders, you call them and say, "I will give you two first round picks." Two. I, th- I th- I'd be like, and then tell Aaron that's what we're giving him. If not, he can retire. You but, call, but before you, before but before like the whole Watson court cases come out, he was getting Watson was there. Watson was getting like three, four first rounders. What did Stafford get? I don't. Three, I don't. Three, four two. first rounders too. I'm not saying yeah, that. But you're Rogers getting what, you're getting way more years out of Watson than Rogers. Rogers is like well, a three four year rental. I think yeah, I don't think that's what Rogers is worth. It's not what Rogers pro- is worth. That's what I would leverage if I was anyone calling the Packers. I would put them in. You got to put them in the position they're in. Like, look, either you either get nothing or you can get this. Deal with it. Pick one. That is true because they do have love and they are set up for the future. So they can, yeah, you can kind of put if them they in want, the spot. Yeah, you can get two free first round picks and Aaron gets to leave and you get to start Jordan Love or get nothing and he goes host Jeopardy. True. True. I also so, I mean, think it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, if you're the Raiders or the Broncos, like if the Broncos did it, the Broncos are a legitimate Super Bowl contender tomorrow if they did it tonight. Yeah, yep. but think about who runs the Broncos and the Raiders. The Raiders are dumb enough to give them five first-round picks. And then there's Elway. <laughs> and Elway is, is, has, has showed such an incompetency for quarterback drafting. That, like, yep. you have to, if I'm Elway, I'm like, dude, I will offer whatever to get me Aaron Rodgers so I don't have to draft another quarterback for a while. Yeah, that's you know true. That's I mean? because he has missed. Every time, if you're over six four, white, and can't grow a beard, he's like, "I want to draft you so bad." Like you're it, you're it, you're me, you're it. <laughs> when he saw how tall Brock Osweiler was, Osweiler was, I can't even imagine the amount of sexual attraction he had to Brock Osweiler. <laughs> what about Carson Lynch? Him too, because I mean, Osweiler was what six seven, six eight. Carson Lynch was six six. Yeah, something like that. Paxton Lynch could run too. I bet he was, oh, just blown away. I don't think oh, Paxton Lynch started that more room. than one game. The no, South Park mean, South Park mean with the computer and then just the gunk everywhere. At that, that's that's it. it. Was that was Elway when he saw Brock Osweiler on tape? All right, what do you think about this though with the Rogers thing in the group chat stuff? Like the Jerry Krause, like. 
calling mocking the GM, <laughs> calling Jerry Krause. But like Jerry Krause Sounds- is one of the best GMs of all time. Is that really an insult? It's from the Last Dance when they um Jerry Krause is the entire reason Michael Jordan like left. Yeah, but think about yeah. Okay, so taking the Last Dance out of it though, but look at look at Krause's resume: six championships. Got all these guys on on great contracts. Like he's one of the best GMs ever. Is that really he's that ref- much of an insult? I think, always, he, yeah, his I think he's represented in the in the in the no. I think he's represented in the vacuum of Kraus let the goat walk out the door for someone else. Yeah, like for preference over the coach or for the GM or whatever. And I can't. I don't remember the exact situation. But he let the goat walk out the door. And right now, they're letting him walk out the door, and he views himself as the most talented quarterback of all time. So yeah, that's the way, like, which is very cocky look at it. But, I mean, he, I, I get the point he's making. Yeah, I do too. It's just his 32 spots, and he's top two or three. Yeah. Just not, he's, he's, oh, he's two, one or two, arguably. I mean, he's probably one or two right now. You got to say Brady's one, so I'm going to say he's two. I mean, as much as I hate to say. I don't know if Brady's the most, like, I'm talking about pure skill. I don't know if Brady's pure skill one anymore. Yeah, but Brady's the best quarterback of all time. I just mean right right now today. Who would you rather play for? Who would you rather play for? Play for? Yeah, I don't don't know. Who would you rather play for? I'd rather play for Brady just because I know a championship is probably coming in the next four years, one of the next four years with me. Exactly. That's why he's number one. But I do feel like if other, like, if the Packers put as much effort into one offseason that the Bucs did last offseason, I feel like the Packers would have won a Super Bowl in the last five or six years. That's fair. The Bucs went all out for Tom Brady. And it worked. in yeah. one offseason. They did it in one offseason. They went from an average team with Jameis there, and they went out and they got anybody and everybody that would be willing to play with Tom Brady and anybody that was good, and it was excellent. You think Edelman's going to go to uh, Tampa? No. Uh, I don't think, I don't think they have any use for him. a freaking wheelchair or something, something to help him with his knees. I just don't think they have any use and for And his shoulders. They don't, but he's Brady's boy. He won't even play. They do. I mean, because at this point in Edelman's career, I mean, he's not better than Godwin. He's not better than Evans. He's not better than Brown. No. Probably not better than um, the two little white, short white guys that they got that come in and play the slot when one of them is taking a yeah, week yeah. off. Not better than Scotty Miller. Not better than Tyler Johnson. Yeah, I mean – so no, yeah, I don't, I don't see him coming there and playing at all. The the real winner in the box though is Blaine Gabbert. He just resigned. What two point <laughs> five million? The guy's yeah, hilarious. Living, living life large. All of a sudden, him and Brady are so close. He's like the he's like the Alex Moran. He's he's just a <laughs> he's there. Yeah, he yeah. got the ring. He got his ring. He's getting paid. He sits behind his lady. Gets to hang out with Brady. He's just living large. He said, all I need to do is ball out at Missouri, and then I can do this for the rest of my life. What a legend. Um, so the, the new thing with the money and you know players getting hurt outside of 
facilities and then the COVID opt-outs. The NFL's kind of uh, and people the the weenie over here. Well, yeah, no, because mo- in most of these contracts, like for professional sports, it says explicitly you can't do like X, Y, you can't play basketball, you can't ski, you can't do all this stuff, or your contract is void and you won't get paid. It happened with, uh, I know it happened in the MLB with Aaron Boone. He was playing basketball. He, I think it was his knee. Yeah. He blew out his knee and he, his contract was void. It's just a th- it's in the contract. So I don't yeah. really well, feel bad teams, for the guy. The thing, most teams usually don't do it you know they usually because von miller a few years ago he or his acl on his farm and the broncos still paid him it's weird that they're doing yeah he von miller owns a farm very big yeah but von miller is very different than juan james that's fair that's fair i I guess he he's got to be doing something right to be getting paid 10 mil a year i mean james is. is an average nfl tackle and he's a right tackle. He's not a left tackle. Left tackles are more important. Sure. It just, it's, it's not usually, doesn't usually happen because usually with the freak injuries, like they don't, because if that's the case, a wizard should have avoided John Wall's contract two years ago when exactly. he was in his house dancing, doing whatever he was doing. So it's just usually they don't do it. That's why it's, it's news and it's odd. Well, there's a yeah, difference like the- between that and, um, you know, working out during uh, – I think the teams are in, like, week one of special OTAs. Yeah, you know, OTAs or whatever, yeah. And the NFL Players Association has sent a memo to the veteran players not to show up and True. not to work out in the team facilities. And I guess this is what you get for listening to the Stooges at the <laughs> NFL Players Association. It's fair. They get – Honestly, they get they they get so more screwed than like their their players association does so much less than the NBA's. NBA yeah, apparently does. the NFL player association is full of like three year guys that only spent three years in the league and then they wash out. Yeah, their CBA suck. Yeah, it's not like they're being led by Chris Paul or something like that. Probably yeah, being led like- by. I don't know, Ev- freaking Evan Ingram or something. No, it's being led by uh, Tress Way, like the punter for the Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. I think he is like one of the union reps. I'm not even joking. I think he is. Yeah, and then I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Their their player association just does not do what the NBA does. The NBA fights for their other players a whole lot better, and the NBA does it from like top to bottom. They try to include best for the the minimum league players and then the max players at the same time yeah yeah the nba is more of a players yeah the nba is more of a players league and the nfl is like hey you don't like it we'll just get another guy to replace you and you're on the road see you later because the nfl only values the max contract guys nobody else everybody else is just kind of fighting for what's left over describe for a job the minimum players in the NFL have it rough. Um, oh, yeah. Practice squad players have the most rough. Yeah. Imagine being on, like, three different teams in two weeks, all that traveling, and you have to pay for it yourself. No, they pay for it. They'll fly you out for a tryout and stuff. They pay for it. Oh, really? Um, so we don't have yeah, much that... more NFL news, though, right? We just got carry-on and cut? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, tort line's making moves. I don't know. Wayward son. 
Why would they? I don't get that. Would they cut why him? Why did they release him? Yeah, why did they release him? Bad. Um, he, he wasn't he, very effective. He got hurt um pretty often, and they drafted they drafted a guy this year, and they drafted they, DeAndre they, Swift last year, and they yeah, just and signed they signed uh, Williams. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Then. Signed Javante Williams from um the Packers. Yeah, that way, if that makes sense, then. And he just was get, ineffective. You think he'll get picked up by anyone? Absolutely. Um, I think he'd be a good backup for the Seahawks. Yeah, that's that's not a bad place for him. Did, yeah. Didn't the Seahawks just um get rid of uh, Rashad Penny? I think it was. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if they got rid of him or not. Yeah, maybe, maybe. What a waste of a someone. first round pick. Through three years, he's he's only got a. 1,200 yards to three years. And how many carries? About 283. He averages four yards a carry. It's not that bad. I think it's that. I, I don't know why. I don't, I don't, he wasn't a touchdown guy. He was, he was supposed to be like a, a guy who could run with power and then catch the ball out of the backfield. And he had a bad like catching percentage. And also, historically, like Lions players just can't run the ball for whatever reason. Except for Barry, Sand- except for Barry Sanders. But it's Since also... Then, it's also like a new system. Dan Campbell, new quarterback, new like. Yeah, Campbell didn't, didn't like, like him. Probably he just didn't, didn't like his fit. Yeah, yeah. Because I think they're going to play on offense. I think they're going to. It looks like they're going to go much more spread. Yeah. I, guess, um, I mean, I can't remember the last time the Lions were a running team. I'm very I don't know. It's pretty much just been Matthew Stafford having like 4K seasons every year. Yeah, it was Barry Sanders and those Megatron and then Matthew Stafford thrown to whoever's out there. Yeah, so I think this year it's going to be a lot of a lot of Hawkinson and a lot of Swift. It's going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. Dude, and then they, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown that they drafted in the late in the draft. It is a big year for tight ends in the NFL, like Hawkinson, Tunyon, all those guys. Gonna... Oh, Pitts is – I hope Pitts is good. Oh, yeah. I, I can't see him not being good. Yeah, I can't see him not being good either, but you never know. He is – because he's not even going to be really a tight end. Yeah, like the whole tight end position has evolved, and it's crazy now what these guys can do at the he, tight end position. Uh, just, from what I heard, they're going to try to run him at the slot a lot. Exactly. That's, like, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like these tight ends are are, are massive guys – who can play anywhere? Like they can play slot, they can play on the outside, play on the inside. They can block. It's insane what these guys can do now. Like, do if you think seen they're gonna? A... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. What we got. I was just gonna say that slot corners are pretty pretty small, and he's gigantic. So he's gonna like he, be a menace. Yeah, you just run and slam. He can't undercut that. He's gonna and with Matt Ryan being such an accurate passer, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an issue. What you got to Uh Do you think they're gonna trade Julio to try to? No, kind of like not now. Change up the no, 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 no. Arthur, Arthur, what, what the guy from the the Titans? What's his name? Arthur, the new coach. Uh, Arthur, Arthur Brown, whatever the hell his name is. He likes Julio. He likes all Matt Ryan. He's gonna keep those guys for another year or two. Yeah, I, I, I think that the plan was if one of the major quarterbacks like slipped, he would trade Julio because then they would go ahead and move on and you know rebuild. But like since they got Pitts, that offense like is so good, you it can cover up how bad the defense is. Maybe yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. And with Mike Davis, I like Mike Davis a lot for fantasy this year. They didn't didn't draft another running back. So it's gonna be Mike Davis show for fantasy football. Till he gets hurt. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um how about how about John Means yesterday? His hitter that should have been a perfect game. Yeah, it was actually insane. The drop third strike. That's that I don't that's the first time that's ever happened, right? I don't know about the first, but it was it was definitely odd. Yeah, yeah. having a third inning too, which is like, oh, it's a third I inning. I played baseball for ten years and I was unaware of this rule. You didn't know the drop third strike. I, I it's an it's an error. It's not a I I knew that drop third strike was a thing. I didn't know an error got rid of a perfect game for a pitcher. Yeah, it does. If it I didn't I didn't know that. If it reach if they reach base, then it's not a perfect yeah. game. Yeah, I was unaware of that, but that is good, cool for him. He was very happy, regardless. He re- he was talking about his uh, his dad who had cancer like a year ago, died a year ago. Yeah, and and then after the game, he he walked. He said he walked in the, to the night, beginning of the ninth, and he looked at his glove and he said, "You know, I don't even think my dad cares whether I'm having a no hitter. Just glad that I'm having a good time." A hell of a quote. It's very nice. Yeah, no, it's all I, I love. It. You think the the seven inning no hitter for uh, what's his name? Bum Garner no doesn't count. Yeah. No, doesn't count. No, I think it should count, but asterisks, asterisks. I think it should count. This, two more innings is a two more innings is a lot of that's at least six batters. Galarga, what? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could. There's all th- kinds of things that could have happened, and it's two more innings against a Braves lineup that could pop off rake. in any minute. Yeah, they rake. What do you think of uh, Tony Larusa not knowing the rules of uh, extra innings? I, I, I didn't know that until recently. They you didn't know the about rules. the extra extra runner. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he <laughs> didn't know. Well, he's in the. They- He's yeah, and he's and I think they got rid of the DH. They were they were doing su- like uh uh whatever you call it subbing and um pinch hitting and stuff. And the pitcher replaced the DH, and he was the last out. And he so the last out has to be the runner for the extra innings. And he didn't know that, and he's just a terrible manager. It, it is. It is. I mean, the rules are weird. I I think just put the guy on second base. That should be the whole thing. If you're gonna do that, honestly. But for me, I feel like the guy should be on first, not second. You shouldn't I agree, start. Yeah. Shouldn't start in scoring position. To me, I just think the whole it's, thing. I think it should be like, like the tenth, eleventh inning, no one on base. Then you start him on first for an inning, and then second the next inning if yeah. it goes that long. I don't. Like As the whole, game progresses, yeah. adding, adding, uh, put him in him all the way over to third. If you're in yeah. the fourteenth, fifteenth inning, yeah, I get. Pro- yeah, more progressive structures. I get trying to make the game faster. I do. But, like, we all love extra innings. And you're changing the, the thought process, the way hitters go up there and hit. We're going to see much less bottom 10th walk-off home runs because they're going to go up there. They're going to – I mean, ideally what you would do is you would bunt and then hope for a fly ball. Exactly, yeah. It's just not baseball. It's, it's, yeah. it's just so it's, not – It's odd. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Um, the, the minor leagues add more rules that they're trying out. They're uh, bigger bases. 
Um, so people stop stepping on each other's ankles and feet. I I, I don't mind that rule at all. I don't think that affects I don't anything. Mind no, um, yeah, that's just safety. I like that. That's fine with me. All the, DHs. And then the moving the moving the mound back's an interesting one. They move the mound back, what is it, a foot? Yeah, it was supposed to help with like, you know, the rise in velocity. Yeah, I think that's stupid. I don't think they should change that. The only thing that helps is I don't know how much it actually helps, but I know it helps with like strikeouts a little bit. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't I think baseball is such a like a tradition game and it's one of those sports yeah. you either love it or hate it and if you're like if you love it you're a baseball purist you don't really want to see change like that like but stuff like the the uh robot strike zone I like that as like a baseball mm-hmm. purist because God. guys like Angel Hernandez and and CB Buckner and all the terrible ums just calling yeah. terrible strike zones like I'm with that yeah, I mean, right. we need to getting ahead of it before it changes. Absolutely changes a very impactful game. Like if we had reviews when Galarraga got screwed out of his perfect game, he would have got a perfect game. Exactly, and even and reviews we, are terrible still. They're not fully fixed. Yeah, like the Braves Phillies review that still to this I I can't wrap my head around the guy not touching home plate and they still calling him safe just. Yeah, it's just Never. it's just ridiculous. Baseball every every few years, baseball, the NFL, and the NBA have a year where the refs just are completely incompetent. I don't know what happens. It's something in the water. Talked about it last time. It's every few years. It's just a whole season of disgust. Yeah, but then again, like I, I get that, and I, I hate them, but it's also such a hard job. It is it especially for baseball? Calling balls and strikes, you should just take that out of their hands. Exactly, and then True. like the other stuff, it, it, you can pretty much get ninety percent of the time, ninety nine percent of the time. Probably be much better at their jobs if they didn't have to. If the home plate umpire didn't have to do the most stressful, probably the most stressful refereeing job in all the sports. Yeah, you like if you know who's behind, you know who's behind the plate, and you have scouting reports on it. You know he's a pitcher's ump or he's a hitter's ump, and you got to adjust accordingly. And if it was yeah. just equal across the board, then it just makes it more fair, per se. Like the NBA, the only real hard part about the NBA is calling blocks and charges to me. And then uh, NFL, most of it's pretty apparent when stuff is bad. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's, it's cut and dry, yeah. Yeah, like the only thing that's open to interpretation is pass interference. And that's one of those things like you can have – Different people look at the same play and come up with two different answers, but everything else. Well, that's that's how Joe Flacco made his career. Oh, true. Elite <laughs> quarterback. Elite quarterback Joe Flacco would just have a guy run a deep post and uh, chuck it up there and hope for a PI and move the ball down the no. field. Joe Flacco's entire career was was one playoff run. That's it. I'm a Ravens fan, and his entire career came out to that one excellent playoff run. And the safety for the Broncos slipping on the um, <laughs> miracle, whatever throw that he made. That was it. <laughs> that was his entire. Because then in the, cause the Super Bowl against the 49ers, he barely did anything. True. He had the amazing kickoff run. The defense was just tearing Kaepernick up. And if it was, it was. I very much enjoyed that Super Bowl, but really hate that we wasted so many years paying Joe Flacco like he was. Amazing. That was a pretty uh, mid Super Bowl until the lights came off. 
a great Super Bowl. But yeah, when we were dominating them the first half, I yeah. enjoyed the Super Bowl. I'm a Ravens fan. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I cheered for the Ravens back then, but my love but for a I lot ever, of... Why do you hate... Why do people hate Baltimore? What did we do other than the Titans? Nothing, really. I don't understand the hating Lamar Jackson thing. I, I just said it. It's because he's not a typical quarterback. He, he doesn't look he, like a typical quarterback, doesn't move or act like a typical quarterback. The, and the, like, people just don't like that. They don't respect him. Uh, the, the, the thing that he's not a clutch playoff quarterback is like he can't win playoff games, but Watson doesn't get the same kind of black doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And you also got to think, like, Lamar, like, the teams Lamar is playing in the playoffs are fucking wagons. They're good. It's not like he's playing terrible teams. Yeah, and, I mean, the first game he had to play, he had only been starting, like, three games, and the play calling was pitiful when he played the Chargers that year. They let him throw for half a quarter, and he threw two touchdowns. And the next one, Titans were hot. I don't know. I don't know what he's supposed to do about that. It was a game plan, man. Rabel. That Belichick mold, they know how to prepare. And then what What happened the second time they played the, when they played the Titans in the playoffs? They just shut down Lamar, Derrick Henry. Lamar went to work, and Derrick Henry got stuffed. I was very proud of Baltimore for stuffing Derrick Henry because I was very worried all game. I felt it coming the whole game, and it never happened. The big 65-yard run where he diffarms one of our safeties again, and it just never happened. Yeah, that was really impressive. You guys held him to, I think, less than 50 yards. It was like 48. Yeah, it, was, was, it was terrible for terrible look for the 2,000-yard rusher. Yeah, it was a terrible look for the offense that we have been told was this high-powered offense. And if Derrick Henry doesn't get any push, they are terrible in third and long. That offense was, um, I don't think you could call it high-powered after that game they had against the Packers. That was pretty embarrassing in the snow too. You, you <laughs> that would have game, expected Henry to run for like 200 yards. Game won me a fantasy football championship because Aaron Rodgers decided to unnecessarily throw the ball to Devontae Adams 15 times, and I loved it. Had Devontae <laughs> Adams, I was down by 40. Devontae Adams like unnecessarily just kept getting peppered with the ball, and I loved it. Um. No, back to baseball. What about the pool hole stuff? He, he just. Um, I mean, the rumor is like he's he's gonna probably gonna retire. Yeah, but like, oh, how it went down. Rumors like he's having ter- like got benched and he wasn't happy about it and all that stuff. I don't know. He's he, he needs to sign a ten day with the Cardinals and retire. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. A I ten mean, day Goldschmidt let him start one game. Let him go out there and play one game. You know, do the ovation with the Cardinals because that's where. Yeah, that's where, where he cut his goals. teeth. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the most appropriate thing. Speaking of baseball, hottest player in baseball right now is John Carlos Stanton. Uh, Ten game pitching streak, doesn't he? Hottest player in baseball right now, Jesse Winker. No, John. Car- Excuse me, John Carlos <laughs> Stanton has hit a home run. It's past three games. He's uh, got seventeen hits. 18 hits in his past seven games. He's just on fire. The game two two days ago, the first game in the Astros series, he was just on fire. That game, that that was an electric game, the Astros-Yankees game, that first game. 
Yeah, it was fun to watch. I mean, how long before he starts just striking out every two? Of, oh, on, every a, about a month. About a month. Month? A month? You think he's going a month I, of being I hot? A, I give it a week. No, he's got another couple couple weeks in him. He'll start getting cold. Luke Voigt will get called up from his rehab assignment, and then we'll be back. That's why every time I hear Luke Voigt's name, I swear he's always hurt. Well, he decided he's harder hitting taters. There's nothing in between. Well, he decided um like a month before the season to get his meniscus repaired. Like, why do you do that in the <laughs> off season? But I mean, you can't hate Luke Voigt. Like Luke Voigt's one of those likable players in MLB. Yeah, he's a cool I, player. I just wish he would play more. Yeah. Him and uh, Daniel Vogelbeck feel like the same person to me. That Voigt just uh, strikes out a little less. Yeah. But, I um, yeah, I mean, I think, well, Stanton's hot. Joe Hayes hot. Batiste is hot. A lot of guys are on – Byron Buxton is on fire. It's been, like, either you've been on fire or bad so far this year. It's how it feels like. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird year in baseball with uh, all of, like the division leaders and stuff. Like Oakland's having a great year, San Francisco's having a great year, yet out of nowhere, kind of. It's just weird. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's weird. They're bad. They're bad. San Francisco is bad. I don't understand it. Their best starter is Kevin Gaussman. Yeah, and he's Their shut best, down. Best pitcher. If we talk, if it's a gambling podcast, I bet. Uh, on Sunday, I bet Galsman against the uh, what you call the Padres, and I, I want I want some money on that. I run the month. I bet the run line on that, and that hit heavy. He, I mean, and, and then the offense like is revolving around Brandon Crawford and Evan Longoria, and Talkman. They just got Talkman from the Yankees. Yeah, and then Buster Posey is re, is all of a sudden playing like Buster Posey again, like he didn't shatter his leg five ten years ago. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That ten years ago, that Buster Posey's leg was close, dude. Jeez, remember there? Remember, like for some reason, remember when like the Giants were like a five-year absolutely dominant dynasty? Yeah, they Crawford, Panic. They had, uh, I think they had Pablo for a lot of that. They had Lincecum. Yeah, Lincecum was a man, and Bumgarner when Bumgarner was Bumgarner, yeah, the best playoff pitcher of all time. They had a uh, what's his name Zach the closer Wilson, the Gahin so. guy. Yeah, they were they were good. They won one World Series or two, right? Won three, three, three. Yeah, yeah. I think three. they won three in like a six year period. Yeah. But who knows? It's still early. It's May. It's baseball. Yep. Won't really know yeah. about playoffs till after the All Star break. Yeah, that's usually because that's when you weed out the weirdness, usually. Because the Giants, I just don't see how it's sustainable. Especially with the Padres and Dodgers in that division. Yeah, it's just not. I just, because the Padres and Dodgers are just a far better, like, roster, top to bottom, easily. Yeah, Yeah, just their depth and their quality of players. Yeah, that that's my biggest thing for the Giants is the depth. If there's a couple injuries, they're going to be useless. They got some good, like uh, you know, AAA guys, but like, how good are they going to be when they come up right now? So, uh, that's who knows. Yeah, and me and him have talked about it. I mean, I just don't. We've talked about it before. 
it's really hard to peg down right now what teams are just underwhelming and what teams are just having a slow start, like the Braves, um, like the Yankees. Um, exactly. Yeah. We just don't really know how if it's going to be an all season thing or and like teams that are hot right now, like the Giants, the Royals are super hot with a very medium roster, very mid roster. So I I don't know. Danny Duffy's got like a point six ERA. Crazy. Yeah. Duff man. And the Mets are Lindor is trash. He's been <laughs> he's been so bad. He's trying to still ask for three hundred million dollars while he's batting like two twenty. Yeah, exactly. No, he got his like second hit in like eighty at bats today. Yeah, the dude has been bad. Pete Alonso hasn't been very good. Um, Dominic Smith is hit, either hitting a home run and striking out. I DeGrom hate. I, has to. DeGrom has DeGrom. to literally hit for himself to get a win. Yeah, the dude, <laughs> dude has a .5 ERA in his 2-2. Two and two. That is the saddest thing ever. Wish somebody would trade for him and save. He's one of the best pitchers I've ever seen. And he's going to go down like he's going to waste his entire career pitching for the Mets. And I, I really, it really pains me to watch. Because, like, as a Braves fan, I, I get, we have to face him all the time. And it's like, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll win. We still win most of the games. I'm like, okay, well, we're playing DeGrom, but we'll win one to zero. I take him out of yeah, the seventh exactly. inning. <laughs> I take him out of the seventh Diaz inning. Diaz comes in. Diaz yeah, and Familia come it. in and blow it. Yeah. Diaz or what? what's left of – is Patances still in their bullpen? Or Seth Lugo? Yeah, but – yeah, it's Lugo, Patances, Familia, all of those guys. Yeah. Trash. One of them will come in and walk two batters in a row and then give up a single to Acuna and then – Goes to Crom's win. Boom. The window. I don't I don't know. It's weird. Oh, I think the last thing we gotta go over is the NBA right now is we're winding down to the uh playoffs. It's gonna be very exciting. I'm excited for the playing games. It's gonna be fun to see if the Lakers actually have to play one of them. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited because I- I I don't watch the play. I don't watch the NBA. I'm a big college fan, especially UVA basketball, and uh, all my UVA guys in the NBA right now are are doing incredible. Ty Jerome is playing just out of his mind right now for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, and yeah, Mike Scott's playing well. Joe Harris is playing well. All that, but uh, no, I I'm a Knicks fan and. I only watch the Knicks when they make the playoffs, and they've made the playoffs. So it's going to be an exciting year for me to watch playoff basketball for the first time in 10 years. So right now, if the La- if the Trailblazers outplay the Lakers the last two weeks of the season, I the Lakers um, will have to play a playing game. Yeah. That would be so funny to watch. And if they accidentally got upset by, like, the, the Spurs <laughs> – and LeBron's comments about oh, like last year about the playing games and how they're you know, like oh we shouldn't have the play we shouldn't have the playing games or whatever whatever because if they were the one seed and now he's got potentially gonna be a playing game that's just hilarious. Yeah, it's like even what would be him. even better is if the Pelicans slide in instead of the Spurs, and like I would love to watch a playoff Zion versus LeBron. Future versus the. So basically, the Pelicans run out to a 20 point lead and blow it in the last two minutes of the game. 
Yeah, but we get to see. <laughs> we, we, yeah, but that would be. That sounds like it would be a very exciting game. Like yeah, the, the totally. Twitter blowing up, like uh, doing the the shocked emoji faces, posting pictures of the score, and then be like, "Well, that didn't last very long." Who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? Predictions right now from both of you. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you who I think the the so the two final teams. Um, don't think it's going to be the Lakers purely because I don't think LeBron and AD ramped up to be able in playoff mode right now because they spent so much injured. Um, so honestly, if Jamal Murray was healthy, it'd be the Nuggets. I think it's going to be the Jazz against the Nets, and I think oh. it's going to be the I think it's going to be the Nets. I think it's going to be the Phoenix Suns. Against the Milwaukee Bucks, I think Drew Holiday Holiday makes so much of a difference to that Bucks team. I'm gonna go the homer pick and just take the the Knicks wing at all because I don't (laughs) follow the NBA, so I'm going with that. The the Milwaukee Bucks are the only team that has a chance in my mind to beat. Nets, and we've talked about it before. They're the only team that has three defenders that can guard all three of the Nets superstars. That's it. See, They're the only team. If the Milwaukee Bucks had just kept around Malcolm Brogdon, uh, rookie of the year, came out of Virginia, <laughs> great defensive player. Well, I like Brogdon, anyone? but I I do feel like Drew Holiday is a better defender than Malcolm He's Brogdon. not. He is not. Malcolm Brogdon is a great defender. He played the yes, Tony Bennett pack line system. He is an incredible defender. I think they're both incredible defenders, but Drew Holiday is a little more suited for Kyrie Irving. Brogdon's got the size, got the length, got the smarts, got the charity. Just an overall good guy. How are the Pacers doing? Um, uh, they are in turmoil right now. <laughs> turmoil. Turmoil. They, are, well, they can they can still slide in as the. I mean, they're going to be in the um the playing yeah, games. They're, they're going to be in a playing game. They're going to lose back to back. They're trying to no, fire your head coach. Not, not with Malcolm Brogdon. The Wizards are going to give them the absolute pipe. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Heat. So out of the play, so with the play-in teams right now, uh, I don't know if you got it pulled up, AJ, but who do you think? What teams are coming out of the play? The play-in. I have no idea. I don't follow the NBA. I'm so for the East, NBA. for the East right now. It's most likely going to be the Heat, Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards. Ooh, I think Wizards. I think Wizards. Two teams come out, right, Tobe? Yeah, two team, two teams come out. I'm gonna go Wizards. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Heat. It seems to be a popular one. I think it's gonna be the Hornets and the Wizards. I have no faith in the Hornets. I don't either, but I feel like that's more wishful thinking than anything. But I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I think it's going to be. I think by the time the season ends, the Heat should be ahead of the Boston Celtics. I think, think so. Yeah. Right now, I don't know why they don't have the tiebreaker, but it is what it is. I think is. they're split. They split the season series so far. Yeah, right now they have the same record. But I think when it's all said, said and done, Miami will be the sixth seed. I do uh, think the Celtics would outplay. I think the Hornets have a better chance of beating the Heat than the Celtics. Uh, 
It depends on if Oladipo will be back in time for the playoffs and if he's been, you know, he's going to be the been same trying Oladipo to get Oladipo. into game shape. It's been bad. It's been bad when he's played. It's been bad. But and then the West, I feel like the West is much more fun because we might have the Lakers, might have the Trailblazers. Both of them are better than the other teams, but then you got the Warriors who, I mean, Steph is just terrifying to play against, dude. That dude's if, if Steph scores 50, there's like a 50-50 chance they win. <laughs> they <never get> that. <laughs> That's how yeah. bad they are. That's yeah, how like bad the Red- they are. Yeah, if Kelly Oubre decides to play like a normal human being, they have a chance to win a game, maybe. Um, and then the Grizzlies, I don't think they have much of a chance, but they have such a – they got a good future. But right now they're uh, – yeah. I mean, I can I can definitely see the Grizzlies beating the either those Warriors or the Spurs. Yeah, I, I would much prefer they, the they Pelicans only have to win one game. I don't want to watch the Spurs play in the playoffs. I just don't. No, I, I like. I honestly, I honestly think the Pelicans can sneak up on them. The, the The Spurs play like six playoff teams to end the season. They play the Blazers, Bucks, uh, Nets, Knicks, and they play the Suns twice. And either one of you, without looking it up, name me three Spurs players. Uh, the Jonte Murray, Demar Derozan, and I think Jakob Proto is on the Spurs. Tim Duncan. Uh, uh, yeah, Trey Jones from Duke University. Duncan, Tim Duncan, yeah. uh, what's his name? Tony Parker, uh, yeah. and what's the other foreign guy's name that used to play for Manu and Manu? <laughs> that's that's, I, that that's my hell of a lineup. That is that's a hell of a lineup right there. <laughs> that is my NBA knowledge right there in a nutshell. <laughs> Tim Duncan that's... also looks like a Rastafari now. Have you seen him? He's got no. long hair. He's got he's got dreads now. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Living it's his like, best life. Yeah, he is in full relax mode. Like it's it's awesome, and he like wears flip flops everywhere he goes. He earned it. That's awesome. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Can't say anything bad about that man. First ballot Hall of Fame were easy, and um, I think me and Tohib and everybody else have come to the realization that Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the NBA. Yeah, I agree with you. I hate to say it, but he is. Um, and he'll be he'll be the first. Um, is he the first foreign-born mm-hmm. MVP? No. Uh, is it bonus? Oh yeah. Uh, won. Zabonis never won it. Uh, um, did Dirk ever win it? I think Dirk won. Yeah, I think Dirk, Dirk won. Dirk, Dirk, Dirk definitely won. Dirk definitely okay, so, won. Yeah, won. it's not the first one. So then, but he's the he's only the second second round pick of all time. To be, yeah. a, to be a MVP. Let's read one one before. Nick's Willis legend, Reed. baby. Oh, Reed. yeah, Nick's Reed. legend. Good. Nikola Jokic has had a, one of the best big man seasons of all time, dude. The dude is – dude's stat line is just – He said his stats yes. are better than, like, Durant on the, uh, on the Warriors those years. He can, uh, he can just do a lot more. He's just got a different. I mean, he's averaging twenty six points a game, one and a half steals, eight and a half assists, and eleven rebounds. Oh, so so yeah, that's that's and, full. That's a full rounded shoots, game. And he shoots eighty six percent from the free throw line. Yeah, that's a well rounded game. That's yeah. His his, his regular field goal percentage <laughs> is sixty percent. 
<laughs> yeah, he's clear cut. That's his no, that's his efficient field goal percentage. His regular is fifty six and a fifty six and a half, which is still amazing. And he's only twenty five. That's what blows my mind more. He's allegedly twenty. Allegedly, allegedly twenty five. Yeah, he looks forty four, but he's twenty five. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, dude's amazing. And we still got more games left. Still got what sixteen games left? Fifteen games left? Nah, it's like uh, around 10, 10 or eight. Yeah. yeah. So he's played sixty six games this year so far. I mean, dude's yeah, he's winning. I, I just don't see how anyone else. I mean, Luca has a small case. Yeah, I think CP3 has a better case than Luca right now at this point in the season, but I don't think anyone will catch up to him. Reggie Bullock, maybe I don't know. I'm just throwing this guys. (laughs) I feel like CP3, his entire like case is like leadership instead of like statistical, which would be cool. He'd get the Steve Nash MVP. Like we're aware of your impact. Yeah, we're aware of your impact. So it's cool, yeah. but like on paper, it doesn't make sense. As yeah, he's like the the game manager, managing the team, giving everyone their points, their touches, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I wonder when the last time was the guy that won MVP was outside the top ten in points per game. Well, uh, Jokic is twelfth. That guy, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> probably Steve Nash. When I, not, I mean, when I, to be honest, it's probably yeah. Steve Nash. Yeah. I, I agree. To with mean, that. Who I else? mean, yeah. I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head that has won one of because the year Dame won one, and but he's a scorer. He had like twenty nine points a game. Um, Kobe's he was always the top. LeBron's always in Rob- the top ten. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah, all that. Like his was like in the high twenties. Um, but honestly, if if Julius Randle was averaging four or five more points a game, he'd have to be in the conversation. Yeah, I mean he is just he's he's there. He's like he's at the bottom of the Don't list, the outside, the borderline. Yeah, he's um, his name being mentioned though is just good for the Knicks being yeah. good is good for basketball. I, I agree with you there. Well, Embiid had a case, but his his points per game isn't much higher. It's only three points higher than Jokic compared to Jokic having six more assists a game, and they're about the same rebounding. So, and he's in beat. And he's in beat. So yeah, and he misses. He's only played forty-seven games compared to sixty-six. Yeah. Um, Luca, if he was shooting over fifty percent, maybe because he's got twenty-eight and a half points a game, uh, eight rebounds, and nine assists a game. Um, if the Mavs were a better team, yeah. If the Mavs were a better team, that would probably do it too. Um, Giannis is. Kind of close though. Twenty-eight points, eleven rebounds, and six assists. He's been pretty under the radar this season. Giannis under the radar. Yeah, the Bucks had a slow start to the season. And he missed a couple games. And he's he's played fifty-six games. He's played ten less than Jokic, but um, and they shoot about the same percentage. Giannis is actually like if I don't know, but it's close. Uh, Steph Curry's. If the Warriors were, in, Warriors if, were good, if Clay Thompson was playing, Brad, Bradley Beal, too. Bradley Beal doesn't count. Doesn't count. Wizards are bad. He shoots weight. I mean, the dude shoots <laughs> twenty-two shots a game. I mean, who? who really? He shoots he's almost twenty-three shots a game. He's taking all those shots from Westbrook. 
Yeah, evidently. And let me see how much Westbrook shoots a game. Let's go see. Westbrook shoots 18 points a game. So that's pretty much 80% of the Wizards shooting. Yeah, which honestly, um, Damian Lillard and Donovan Mitchell should start getting as much flack as Russell Westbrook has this year because they've all are shooting 44%. What's Kawhi done this year? Kawhi? Uh, let's see how much. Let's see how far the list is. Kawhi is 15th in points per game at uh, 25 and 0.3. He only has six rebounds and five assists a game only. I mean, oh, he's man. been fine. He's been fine. Um, Steals numbers are kind of down, though. He only has one and a half steals a game. About the same as Darren Fox and or Kyrie does. Just a little uh, less. Darren Fox is quietly having a good year. I didn't know that. At 25.2, seven assists. Uh, the Kings suck. They have no one around them. It's really sad. Well, no one that can consistently play. They, they need um, a coach. They have, a, they have a good roster, man. Zion is averaging 27 points a game on 61% shooting. I hate it's Zion. Wild. He's there's no, there's no denying player. that he is, he is a like a marvel to watch play basketball, dude. Really yeah. amazing to watch play basketball because it's it's such a, like an unconventional, like you know when we're like when we're in high school, and yeah, we watching people, the highlights of him. Well, not uh, even that. When you remember when we were in high school and we told people how we play if we were six foot eight or six foot nine, guy would just don't yeah, people and do whatever I want. Yeah. He actually does that. <laughs> true <laughs> he's what we all want to be he plays he plays so it's just so much fun yeah but i hate him not not even the best player from his draft class who's DeAndre the best hunter. player from his draft class don't, DeAndre don't hunter. oh my god oh my god what do you think of uh his new shoes zion's new shoes I did not care for them they look okay just okay. I just think since since we got since KD's, I mean since Kyrie's initial you know, player um shoes, I haven't seen another good like player shoe since then. Well the Honestly. PG the Paul George just the PlayStation mm-hmm. Paul Georges are ugly. Singular I mean the, I mean yeah, I just I don't know. I just care for that I, I i i was surprised since you said that you know you're a knicks fan i thought you were gonna say rj barrett was the best player in that class because deandre hunter like just no duke is the worst john morant's been okay he's kind of fallen off a little bit yeah but just duke is the worst basketball right. school in in the world I forgot ty jerome was a first round pick ty jerome was a first round pick by the suns I didn't even, even know he was um, on a Thunder now. You know what team he was originally picked by? Uh, not, 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 not where it was traded to, but who originally picked him. No, I don't. Could use him right now. Philadelphia. Huh. Could have joined up with Mike Scott, another UVA alum. Um, yeah. a deep one. I, That's a deep, deep down one right there. I was happy that draft. Kyle Guy got drafted by the Knicks and then immediately traded to the Kings. Uh, yeah, you were, you were going to be very, you were very sad oh, about that, weren't you? I was so happy for ten minutes until he got traded. I was like, oh, he's gonna, he's been playing for them some though. Yeah, he's he's got called up. He's playing not great, but 
Yeah, no. Yeah, it's... Right. Tahib, do you got anything else for us to discuss um, other than, you know, um, how uh, Charles Barkley finally learned how to hit a golf ball? <laughs> That's probably my highlight of the week, honestly. Seeing it's, that. Still, it's, it's still not a good swing, though. Like, we're so happy for him, and it's, it's still a bad swing. so much better than what it was before. That's fair. Yeah, I'd like to see you swing a golf club. How how are you with the golf club, Toby? Yeah, Toby, uh, you, you got to film yourself the content. I'm pretty silky smooth with it. One motion, you'll see it pretty, pretty soon smooth enough. With it, yeah, of course. That sounds like a lot of brouhaha. Sounds like you're uh, capping <laughs> there. Sounds like a lot of guff. You got a lot of guff. A lot of guff. <laughs> you you guys are some clowns. I mean, you're the one that's you just you know, slick and smooth with it. Yeah, one motion. It should be one motion. <laughs> it's a golf swing. Well, I've seen a lot of non-one motions. A lot of stuttering. The Matt Wolf golf swing. You know that one? It's a good one. If you haven't looked at looked up Matt Wolf, he's on the PGA Tour. He's got one of the most interesting swings on the tour. Right. Well, um, I think we've covered everything. I think that wraps up the uh, whole burrito for the day. Um, thank AJ, you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, maybe we'll have you on another time, and we can discuss more how um, – we, we can discuss upcoming to the draft how Jay Huff is going to be the best center of all time. Jay Huff is going to be the best center of all time. He's a local yeah. boy from where you guys are from. High school with us. You guys love him. Yeah, exactly. You guys love him. I love him. He's the best yeah. seven-footer that will ever play the game um, of in the 2000s, and uh, he's just going to be an incredible player. Shout-out, Jay. Luck. If you ever listen to this, doubtful. But All right. I think that's it for us today. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm Blake Brinkley. I'm Tobe. Like, comment, subscribe. Yep.